Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the. Uh, we've got the show called what? What is the show called, gentlemen? It's called Pre-Match Muti. Wonga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pre-pre-pre-match Muti. It's not working for some teams. It's working for mine. I don't yeah, know what Muti we use. <laughs> you got the right Muti there. I mean, it's also good yeah. to see Settle. He's been absent in a in a while. Um, I just so, missed last week's show. Come on, man. Come on, man. I had to. What's going, Celo? I mean, Wonga, look at Celo. Yeah, man. Let's let's uh, be honest. Yeah, how many? How it feels like it's been a whole season, eh? Man, I missed this last week's show. Come on, man. Work, 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 work had me busy, man. Had a work had a work function to attend last week. Um, so unfortunately, I couldn't be on the show last week. But uh, I'm back. I'm back with a bang. Wonga's ever present on every single show, but I think we know why. No, to be fair, he was present before. He was present in the dark days. Now the light days are super bright for him, as fresh as his haircut. That's what they're looking like. Um, cool commitment. That's why you're winning. That's why you're winning. That's why you're winning. That is why. I mean, it's consistency. That's what happens when you're consistent. Love it, Wonga. Yeah. Good job there for you, Wonga. Um, today's show, for everyone joining us for the first time, um, we want to say thank you and welcome. And of course, today's show, we're going to be covering the new manager bounce in the Premier League. This is a topic dear to Settler's heart. He will be driving this one. We're going to be looking at Man City's financial fair play breaches or what they've been charged with by the Premier League, how that impacts the Premier League. And of course, where do we go to from a fan's perspective? And then the most important one, if you're a South African sitting in this chat room today, is South African's tourism sport, uh, Spurs sponsorship deal. And what that means, is it good, is it bad, is it ethically just not, not on the right terms and something we shouldn't even be discussing. So that's what we're going to be looking at today. But before we kick off, Wonga Denga, I mean, you are happy. Tell us what you're thinking on the weekend when your side lost and yet the runners up or the guys chasing you down also lost. Yeah, look, um, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was actually better uh, to see that Man City lost as well, but... Also, I had a funny, funny thing. I just had a funny feeling before that uh, that Everton game. Um, uh, you got the new manager coming in, and you got, like you guys are talking about now, the new the, the new bounce. It was, yeah, I don't know. It's a funny one, Claudio, because I would have loved to get an extra three points, but it's still the same. And so we just, you know, you just, you probably, it, it's you. To be honest, I feel the same um, as I did. Um, before we entered the game. Uh, but I definitely would have loved, even if it was a draw, I would have preferred a draw rather than um, a loss against Everton. And it, yeah, Everton was so deep down there. We should have, we should have gotten something. But yeah, it was, it was expected. The way they played was expected. You can't complain. Um, it was disappointing for me either way. Yeah. Like well, disappointing for you, but I think it brings us to the topic that Silo wants to be covering today is the new manager bounce. We've got Sean Dyche. He came yeah. in there and he got the results for Everton off the bat against the team that's leading, uh, sorry, leading the league. I mean, Silo, kick us off here. Why in particular did you want to cover this? Yeah, and I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a topic that probably I wanted to, uh, I've been wanting to cover, but I think even more so when Sean Dyche has taken over and to a lesser extent, uh, with obviously with what happened with Leeds yesterday. Um, so you guys will remember earlier on in the season, uh, Steven Gerrard was uh, fired from his role as manager of Aston Villa. And then yes. the first game that, that they played um, uh, for the new manager with Unai Emery was against Manchester United. And they won, three, yeah. and they won that game 3-1. Um, that new manager bounce happened there for them. Um, and then similarly with Arsenal now this past weekend, they played against uh, Everton with a new manager. And also, uh, just to add that is that both games uh, they happen at that that team's home ground, which even adds a lot more to to the to the atmosphere. It's a new manager. It's like a new, it's like a fresh start for for the, for those teams. So Goodison Park and Villa Park for those for those two games particularly, they, you can you can just imagine you're aside, you're going there, you've got your own confidence, right? But this team now starting from scratch, and I think it's important that you you need to think about the players as well. The players get a new manager, and what do they think? They think to themselves, okay, now I've got a new manager. I need to impress this new manager so I can get some game time uh, in this team, right? So you yeah. look at um, with, with Aston Villa, Tyrone Mings was stripped of the cap- captaincy uh, by Steven Gerrard at Villa, right? But then now when Uma, Unai Emery came, he starts again, right? He's starting again. Um, he's, he's a starter again in the, in the side, and then what, what's happening? You know, he's obviously trying to improve. Uh, to, to, he's, he's, he has a new lease of... You lease on life, right? Uh, yeah. Some yeah. players 
maybe not favored as well um, in that new setup. But, you know, certain players now get a bit more game time. I know Leon Bailey got more game time with the new manager and so on and so forth. And Oli Watkins has been a, a new man under, under Una Emery. Then you flip it to Goodison Park. You know, um, I know Seamus Coleman is the, is the club captain. He wasn't playing as regularly uh, in that side. And, you know, what, what people are making jokes in terms of uh, uh, Sean Dyche and that, that, that he's, 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 he's never seen uh, uh, players of African descent in, 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 his, in, his, in his team ever again. But he played all three of those guys and they dominated that Neither here nor there. And then yesterday with Leeds United, what a new manager bounce per se. Uh, removing a Jesse, Jesse Marsh and then coming with a new a new um, ideas uh, with those I think reserve side coach and and the former assistant coach, uh, but then let's flip it back just a little bit. Last season, Leeds survived because of hiring Jesse Marsh. That new manager bounce helped them survive. Everton yeah. similarly well. That new manager bounce with Lampard helped them survive. So. It, it, it's 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 got it, it's helped in the previous season, and now they're hoping that it will help them in this season. But I don't know what you guys think about about that that phenomena that that we continuously seeing. Yeah, just, I love to see it, but uh, and it's it's interesting. I think it is this. You know, I don't think it's um, like you know, it's uh, it's like a, it's a it's a fancy thing. I think I think it really is there, and it's it. I don't think it's different to what you said. I can't add more to it. Um, but yeah, just for me, it came at the wrong time. It, <laughs> and the fact, the fact that, the fact that, you know, you know, the, even, I think Nick even mentioned the possibility of it happening. Um, if they did, you know, fire, um, a Steven Gerrard, what did, I mean, not a Steven Gerrard, man, a Frank yeah, Lampard, uh, before they meet Arsenal, some, uh, the, the game would be tricky for us. And mm. uh, yeah, it did happen. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny thing. Even with, uh, I think, it, but yeah, most managers like an Arsenal. I remember, I think when when Arteta first came in, I think we also did. Uh, we we started well. We started well with Arteta, obviously, and then and you, he obviously and you stayed. The FA, you, and you won the FA Cup. Yeah, and but then obviously that that dip came. Like maybe you can you can liken it to the 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 Steven Gerrard's Lampard as well. That dip is there. Even even Thomas Tuchel came in there, won the Champions League, and then he started dipping. But then on the dip, they've kicked them all out. That's the, that's, that's the only difference. Mm. No, yeah. it, definitely, it definitely applies to the top half of the table as well. Um, yeah. you know, Ole, um, Ole, when he took over from Man United, at Man United, he, he won probably, I think, out of the first 10 games, he probably won eight of the first 10 games that, that, that he was the manager. Tuchel as well, won the Champions League. So, yeah, it's something that, that, that you know, any, any player gets a new lease, of, new, new lease of life with a new manager and just gets an opportunity to show their talents again. And maybe certain players are fa- favoured. Uh, but, yeah, but, but it's, I think it's something that, that we might see continue the season if there's certain teams that feel that, listen, actually, we may, may need to change a, a manager just before things go pear-shaped. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Howe is uh, probably, he's, he has to be in a different category. Maybe you have to call it uh, a new manager... I don't know, explosion, I don't know, but it's not a bounce. <laughs> he's, just, he's just shut the up bounce, from the bottom. The bounces continue. The bounces continue. You know those <laughs> where, where you throw like a bouncing ball down and it just keeps going up and just never you just never comes back. So, so it's like the Chinese like, fire balloon hovering across the United yeah. States before they shoot it down. That's as high as it is. <laughs> that is, yeah. that is that's that's anyhow. I think we've That's got we've got um, Louis back in back to studio with us for the first time in a long time. And it's largely because he wants to see what we're going to talk about the Man City side. We've got Nevada who's finally happy that somewhat Aston Villa is getting mani- uh, mentioned from an, a new manager bouncer. You know, MRA, you know, should get some praise. But I think settle to your point when we're looking at it. The strategy wouldn't take place if it didn't work. Um, especially in time of need, in times of crisis, these things do yeah. turn things around largely because it's not just the players that get an uplift. It's the fans that get excited. So there's a little bit more energy. There's a little bit more to play for. And when you look at the circumstances, these things all add up. It's no different in a working environment. You know, your performance might be down here. Now suddenly you get a new manager and you want to impress the guy to show your worth. And maybe you can get a promotion that you were never going to get under the old person. So all these things do, you know, they play together. But what I want to focus on is the Sean Dyche sort of fit for Everton here. We know, like, I know we've given him a lot of slack in the past in terms of saying, you know, he's a, a pub sort of manager, he recruits from the pub, etc. gives him fish and chips when he's training. 
But I don't think, I think, and I think last week there was someone who put a comment in saying the biggest signing for Everton this window was Sean Dyche. Largely 100%. because you've got a guy coming in there saying, you know, thinking he's promised all this money, he's finally going to be able to sign players, not work on a budget or a shoestring, and then gets told you can't sign players, and he lands up at an Everton that needs a man of conviction, needs a man to go, we're going to be practical, almost send some sort of Allardyce-esque yeah. in a persona, simple. which also, which is quite interesting, Silo, your, your chat about him managing African players for the first time. You know, if, if we're going to follow... Sam Allardyce's footsteps. It might work he out really it. well he for loved him it. In, his, in his favor. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know, what, what do you all think in terms of he's going to be able to do that, Everton? I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Like one of the first things he did was he actually realized that the pitch um, at Goodison Park and the training ground weren't the same. Did they have the same dimensions? So he made them. He made them fix that um, at the training ground, right? So he made sure that the training ground now is the same as uh, Goodison Park because you need to practice on the pitch that you're going to be playing on, basically, in terms of the dimensions. So he brought that in. They didn't water the pitch, apparently, so then um, it didn't, uh, with, the, with Arsenal's free-flowing game, so the balls weren't really uh, flowing, uh, you know, playing quite well. I know, I, know, I, know, I know on Monday they'll probably do the same against, against Liverpool if, if they're playing at, at Goodison, or they're playing at Anfield. Playing at Sorry? Anfield, yeah. Okay, play Anfield, but but yeah, if it was a Goodison, he would definitely do that against 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 a club because I know Klopp also hates that uh, the whole thing of not altering the pitch. So please let's, let's not even talk about the Liverpool game coming up because that that's not going to be a good one for us. I can tell you that much now. So 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 I think it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a great appointment as a manager because I think he's such a simplistic manager. You know, he can uh, do a lot with the tools given to him. You know, I think in the past he's done great, great work with with your Ben Mees of this world, your Jay Rodriguez of the world, your Chris Wood and and Barnes and all these other guys who are probably not as fancied in terms of their style of football. But I think with the tools that he has at Everton, um, they just need obviously a, a couple of goals. So I think if Calvert Lewin can rediscover his form, play to his strengths. Uh, they should be sorted because I think you imagine, so no, he managed to get goals out of Chris Wood or get results with having Chris Wood leading the line. Surely he's going to get something here with Everton. Ah, uh, he has to. He yeah. has to. If Calvert Lewin can just rediscover his form, I think they they they, they sorted they because fit. Their, their midfield trio is 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 very good. Ghana Gay and uh, uh, what's this? Um, uh, what's this? Decore the, the and then Onana. You know, Onana's a beast. Onana, there was a rumor that he might have left in the January transfer window and, and possibly go to Newcastle. I can definitely see him going to a, a top six side next season. He's 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 one of the uh, the upcoming uh, exciting Belgian players coming through. Uh, so I think that. That uh, it's gonna definitely stir up things. I know. I know a couple of us said that Everton will be uh, relegated this season, but I think we should definitely revisit that with with Sean Dyche being at home because that information wasn't with us at that time. Yeah, but and I, I mean, you look at it. Uh, that's why ugh, this knee is hectic. Because if you say Everton doesn't go doesn't go down, then who are you pulling down in there? You, you know what I mean? The other teams above them are, I think, also uh, performing. I mean, okay, maybe these are leads. Um, also to see how those guys are going to do. But yeah, I, I agree with that point. Do you guys also think that uh, that they've chosen? I mean, look, I think they they got that Arsenal. Now they got they got Liverpool next, right? Do you think they yeah. actually they actually they fired Lampard one hundred specific time? Yeah, definitely. On I, know, I, know where, I know where you're going it's with this. Hit. Definitely, it's a, definitely. It's a free hit. It's a free hit for the new manager. Yeah, and also it, it plays into their favor if you like, think about it. I mean motivating players for the smaller games is always a trickier thing. Now you've got a mm. bigger game. You, you can't exactly, if they're not going to show up for the manager in the big game, then they're never going to show up. Then you know for a fact the issue is with the players. So, yeah. so it's a thing where you've got this manager, it's to Silo's point of him being simple. He's simplifying everything. This club is in complete turmoil from top to bottom. No one's making the proper decisions. No one's standing for him. You've got this guy who's come in. He's been begging for a second chance in the Premier League. Let's be honest. No one was get throwing that bone at him. People are overlooking him for many reasons because he's got the stigma attached to the type of manager that he is. He and now, now he's gone to a club that I think fits him to the T in terms of when you look at what he has been able to do to Jurgen Klopp in Liverpool in the past. He was, he was always with Burnley. He was Jurgen Klopp's kryptonite. Now he's gone to an Everton where he can do exactly the same thing, where the fans are going to buy into it, and he's not going to just roll over and die. The other managers previously in Everton sort of shoes went, you know, they're playing Liverpool, it's a bigger club, it's hard to compete. Sean Dyche, I'm telling you now, coming in on Monday, 
He's going to go, we can get a result here. Largely because Liverpool are really poor at the minute. So we're definitely going to sink our teeth into this and walk away with something. And I can tell you now that players are going to get in the back of that. And that's just, that's just the attitude the guy has in terms of, forget about what he's done with him on the training ground. First thing he did there when he walked in is he made the players do a fitness test. He said he condensed five weeks of training into a space of a week and he made these guys run. Imagine being flat, Wonga, going, we're not getting results here. And the first thing the new guy says is, you know what, you're going to run. I'm going to see who's fit enough, firstly, and secondly, who wants it bad enough. Because the guys that I'm finishing in my first 11 in the bleep test, they're the ones that are going to be starting. I mean, imagine that. This is what this guy's done. In, during yeah, mid-season. Think, simple, simple. Simple as that. Yeah. No, no, nothing, nothing complicated, eh? Which, is, which, which I love. Yeah. Which I love. Uh, definitely, he's definitely of the ilk of, of uh, Sam Allardyce, definitely. Uh, those managers who, who help you survive. You know, I think yeah, yeah. Uh, he, we can term him a, term him a rele- relegation specialist if he can if he can help Everton survive. Because you know, and- Burnley, Burnley was in the Premier League for about seven seasons, I think, uh, with him, um, and he was always like you know toying, playing around with, with rele- relegation, except for like one season when when he made Europa League. But you know, he's always been that guy who can get things done. And it's going to be interesting seeing him with a budget as well for the first time I think he's ever had for a long time. So yeah, let's see how that plays out. I mean, the other the other managers that you, you largely spoke about because of this topic was an interesting one. I mean, Julian, Lobo, how do you pronounce his Lop- name? Lobogete. Lobotege. So so yeah. So yeah. Let, let me just let me just give the the numbers quickly for for everyone. Um, so if you look at Julian Lobotege, he's managed six games and he's gotten one point six seven points per match as opposed mm. to Bruno Large who he took over from who got 0.75 points per match and he had managed eight games so uh, Julian Lopetegui as well his first game in charge uh, for, for Wolves uh, was a, a cup game but the league game was against Everton and they won 2-1 so another like three managers that have taken over in their first Premier League game they won uh, the game so they won 2-1 um, and obviously subsequent to that I think he's done quite well he beat uh, some other red team uh, this past weekend 3-0 you know uh, so he's, he's he's done quite well for himself <laughs> so he's uh, he's uh, let me just check the, the numbers he's what he's uh, he's gotten uh, yeah they were in the relegation zone with six points from eight matches and then since he's <laughs> taken over um, you know they've um, they lost three games. They've beaten they've beaten West Ham and 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 and, uh, and uh, Liverpool. So that shows, man. I think it's a it's a it's a winning for me. I think Southampton did it the wrong way though, because yeah. their new manager is doing worse is, ju- is doing worse Nathan than Jones. Also, he's doing so, worse than, but I think guys, how how do you guys get a manager from from the Championship to come and coach the Premier League in the middle of the season, guys? Does that make sense to you guys? No, but I do think yeah. there's a direct correlation uh, yeah. there. I think to your point, the new manager mounts, oh, new manager bounce works if you've got a man with experience who's been in a situation similar before, who knows what he's doing. I mean, when we look at you know Emery doing the job at Aston Villa, but when he went to Arsenal, it wasn't quite the same. Why? Because despite his experience, he's never been at a bigger club, bigger team with more pressure. Now he's coming to a team yeah. mid-table. He knows how to get the best out There's of it. It's a formula. Tried and tested in his mind. He goes, I know exactly where to put A, where to put B, and how to make this train go off the tracks. When we're looking at the other guy, Nathan Jones, to your point, this guy stepped into the similar situation of what you know Emery did when he was at Arsenal. Into a position where people are already asking the question, is he the right man for the Who's job? Does guy? he have the experience? Yeah. And now he's coming, the yeah. players are doing, if, if, if everyone else is saying that, the, you know the players are saying the same the thing. The players. Right so it's just getting everyone on side. Yep. But that's, yeah, that's an interesting sort of perspective there. I think, Wonga, we're now going to move over to the next topic. And the next one is quite an interesting one. Um, it's one that's been mentioned for a long, long, long time. We know. We know this. This is a topic of contention. It's a Man City financial fair play breaching. And it's something that the Premier League have not gone after them. I mean, overall, what's your first opinion before we dive into the nitty-gritty there and settle to follow through in terms of what he thinks? Yeah, it's my opinion, I think it's... To hear about it, I think it's quite sad. Um, really, to be honest with you, I mean, it's over, over ten years. Uh, but again, I mean, I think... ten sadness. What kind of sadness is it? Is it like you've just bought a new ice cream and it's fallen on the floor and you haven't been able to eat it, or is it like, ah, it's sad, but you know, I'm still going to be alright. I'm going to pick the ice cream off the floor. Yeah, so. yeah. Look, yeah, it is sad, but yeah, I'm still alright. I mean, it's 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 a why I say it's sad. It's just a thing of um, uh, we know English Premier League is probably the best products in the world. And um, here are these guys, now they've come here. And look, I mean, the, the rules are clear. I mean, you can see other teams are, you're getting teams which are doing well. I mean, like you get a Brighton, 
we're trying to do things by the book. Um, and I mean, they're doing well. Um, I mean, this season. But I mean, it's, it's it's them trying, you know, year in, year out. And they've got the rules in place. Yes, Man City, they've got a lot of money. And instead of spending that, I mean, uh, I mean, instead of trying to, to make it work, now they, they, they're trying to, to cheat. Um, not that they're trying to, then they go and they cheat. And for now, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna leave a, a huge uh, how can I put it? It's gonna leave holes for everyone. I mean, now Liverpool, they, like let's say they they say they they give the the league back to to Liverpool or Man United during those years. Uh, do, I mean, you as a Liverpool fan, do you you I mean, you're gonna you're gonna go yay, okay? But I mean, it's it the, that time is gone. You know, it's it's in history. Mm. They've cheated you. They succeed in cheating you. You can't like uh, that. That moment when Aguero scores that goal. I mean, even people are questioning that now. They're saying that whole situation. Oh, I've seen these conspiracies. The whole situation. They're saying that <laughs> that whole match was rigged. Uh, QPR. Oh, that, match, that 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 match was rigged. As soon as QPR found out that they were safe, they just they just down tools. They just relaxed. They just literally they centered yeah. the, they centered the ball and kicked it straight to City and City scored. You know what I mean? How? You must watch to be fair, Siddle, but to be fair, no, no, uh, Joey, Barton, jo- Joey Barton's also playing for QPR at the time, so it wouldn't surprise me if he took one or two, uh, <laughs> took some cash bundles no. out of the table there. Hundred <laughs> percent, that's true. That's true as well. Yeah. Uh, and but now, you see, looking at all of that, uh, and you just it's it's disappointing, man. I mean, it's disappointing more, yeah, than sad. Um, and even now, Arsenal, but again, Arsenal. Um, Hopefully they going according to the FFP rules, but I mean they they're doing. I mean against the team that's broken all these rules, um, it's you know we 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 are pushing hard. Like I always tell, I tell people, look guys, we not we are top of the league. Yeah, uh, people think Man City is doing uh, poorly, but look guys, we've only lost. Uh, um, we've only we've drawn we've two, lost two, and drawn oh one, and goodness, drawn one. Bunga, how did you make this? And the rest of wins. But I knew I was going to say this. Let me finish. Let me finish. You're one good season. Yeah, yeah. Look, maybe I'm rambling for too long. But I think no, 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 it's fine. It's fine, Wonga. I think what you're saying is when we're looking at it, you know, Wenger, To be fair played according to the rule book and he was handicapped because of it and the frustration for all the years from Arsenal fans and everyone yes. else despite the fact he was towing the line stemmed from that so if he could also you know manipulate the rules a little bit you'd still be manager who knows yeah definitely but yeah it's killed everyone that's one spot that's a champion league spot that's the trophy um, that that definitely meant I mean those uh, maybe Arsenal suffer from it Tottenham suffer from it one person's out the Champions League you have to go play Europa it's 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 a yeah. huge cock up you can't you cannot rectify um, the nonsense that Man City has has done now and it shows you the dangers of what my, what money can do to a to a league but, but Wonga this is no surprise this has been happening everyone knows it's been happening it's just it's interesting that you've come out with these comments now saying it's all disappointing because they've been charged so what do you think here? Hey man, we, we we've been talking about it for the longest time, guys. Um, yeah. And if you guys obviously saw the the football money list um, last season, guys, uh, in terms of in terms of in terms of um, Man City making more revenue than Real Madrid and, and Manchester United, in what yeah, world does that? In what world does does that make sense, guys? So now yeah. it's even more brazen. You know, what I mean, at least in the past they were like, okay, cool. You know, we're like number seven in the world, number six in the world, number five in the world. You know, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, but, you yes. know, obviously the rumors are that, uh, you know, your Roberto Mancini's when you were still the manager was getting uh, paid in a separate account type of thing. You know, um, some players were also probably also uh, benefiting some way, some way or form to be incentivized to join Man City. But I think, you know, uh, in football, you know, we've got a lot of scandals, uh, especially in Italy. And I think we must look towards Italy uh, for guidance in terms of how we can, uh, sanctioned teams in terms of when they've done wrongdoing in the past, you know, cool. This is not a uh, a match fixing scandal, uh, but this is a monetary uh, a financial scandal. So Juventus, uh, I don't know if you guys saw with the Juventus scandal, they presented to say that certain players were earning X amount, but the actual fact the players were actually earning more than what was presented on on the financials, right? So let's say Cristiano was said to be earning 20 million euros per season, but actual fact he was earning 30 million euros, right? And yeah. then Juventus has now gotten a 15 point uh, points deduction this season. You know, Italy, you do something wrong, they act 15 points um, deduction this season. 
and then let's 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 move on forward. You know what I mean? I think the Premier yeah. League needs to do, do something similar. We 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 uh, Man, Man City gets a fine and a points deduction this season, right? Yes. And then we can and then we can maybe do a a ban of you can't sign players for the for the next window or something, and then we can move forward. But some there has to be. Uh, ramifications um, uh, around this. You can't just obviously uh, but, do as I you think wish. Uh, this is the issue here. Is it, first, it's, it can't take place this season. Uh, largely because it's going to be a similar situation as to what happened from the Champions League perspective. Champions League said, cool, we've got this evidence, we've got this, we're going to take them to court. You know, Man City paid for the lawyers, they delayed the process. When the ruling yeah. was given, they overturned it because they had enough money to get the right legal team in place to do the same thing. So all that's going to happen here, and one of the charges they've been accused of is making it very difficult for the Premier League to audit the way in which they do their business. So they've been doing it for yeah. the last four seasons. That's why this has taken so long. So this, long, also, yeah. this is going to be an overnight matter. This is going to draw up possibly into the end of next season because they've got the financial power to do that and say, you know what, sleep. The thing is, I suppose the question is with regards to if it did happen immediately and we looked at it and we said, cool, there would be a ruling next week. From your perspective, what would you think would be the ideal ruling? And I'm going to start with Wonga and then I'll hear your thoughts there, Silo. Oh, uh, I wish they put me on that panel because I would say <laughs> they must go straight. We, they must go straight to relegation zone and they must give them minus 10. Minus 10 points. From from the bottom, from the person at the bottom, and then we can go from there. Yo, minus uh, ten then... from minus ten from Southampton. That means they only have two. What? How many points does Southampton have? Southampton's yeah, got eh? fifteen points, so they'll have five points then. Damn. Yeah, minus ten from the bottom, uh, <laughs> and then they must. Uh, what's another one? Obviously, they'll have to. They'll have to find them as well because they've cheated on the money. But you can't find them fifty million pounds. It must be reasonable. They must feel it. Must feel everything. Yeah. Then it's then no, it's I, justified, I believe. I I I feel it should be uh, minus minus fifteen points from their current position, which still which would still be above Liverpool and Chelsea, um, and then and then uh, then then get a then get a fifty a fifty million pound uh, fine, um, and then uh, be what's his name? How would you five, come five, to the five, to the the, the amount fifty? It's just it's just a guesstimate uh, because UEFA tried to do it as 30 million uh, euros and then end up being 10 million euros and then obviously they got the decision the, the decision that ca- the the court of arbitration of sport went from 30 to 10 but in the Premier yeah. League issue they actually can't um, take this to court of arbitration for sport because the Premier League rules doesn't allow that which is good um, the 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 figure is just a guesstimate but I think they shouldn't be allowed to to sign players. In the next two transfer windows, uh, along with the fifteen-point uh, uh, deduction. So you're saying Claudio, what, what financial you financial fine, point deduction, as well as a transfer ban. Hundred percent, all three. I know, it's, I know, it's, I know it won't happen. Well, a transfer ban, but definitely. But, 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 but if I picked any of those ones, I would pick the fifteen-point one. <laughs> no, but you know, Louis asking the what am I smoking? I mean, they've they've been dodging these guys left, right, and center uh, the whole time. And many people suspected it. I remember even people who'd, um, although I can't remember when I saw this, I didn't look, I didn't think much of it. I didn't think it was actually that possible, but look, it's coming out. But I saw a video of someone who actually was showing how Man City was um, um, uh, f- uh, falsely, you know, they were setting up uh, businesses, they were using false yeah. people to, false sponsors, to be part of that. Yeah, yeah, so they're having false sponsors. They'll just use someone stupid and say, this is the you guy and then the money was the coming same in. thing very shortly. You watch out from Saudi. So, so yeah, but, but, like they must go rock bottom, rock bottom. You know, you know, score what, the you goals. Co- you know, Newcastle must try to be clever, right? Newcastle must just get Saudi uh, Aramco to be their sponsor, right? Because at least that makes sense. Because at least Saudi Aramco is the biggest company in the world. Um, it's it's the biggest oil producer in the world. If they get get them just to sponsor them, it'll make sense because and you can make it the sponsorship deal anything, right? They must yeah. be clever. They must not create fake companies, you know what I mean? Because Man City created some companies, guys. They created a betting company that doesn't even have an address. Like, what the heck, guys? You know what I mean? There's like some, some random um, Abu Dhabi betting company, you know what I mean? Uh, it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Claudia, what do you think yeah. in terms of the the, the, the potential uh, fine or, 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 or suspension or, or whatever? 
Jeez, look, to be honest, this whole story bores me and I'm not I'm not excited about any of it because I think it's going to be the same situation as what happened with UEFA. It's going to be a slap on the wrist. Oh, I charge them 10 million pounds because they've got a fantastic legal team that will be representing them. But I think ideally, also, I, I think it's a very tricky one because I suppose I would like to ask you guys the question in terms of if you're looking at what happened to Man City, would have happened to your club and operated in the same fashion and you would have had the same success that they've had over these last couple of years. What would your reaction be now to all these charges? Uh, I'd I mean, be disgusted. You'd be disgusted. I'd be disgusted. Yeah, and I mean, look, yeah. think about the fans that are there. I think if you're looking at, for me, it's it's even with, uh, I think the fans must start waking up as well now. You know, even with this, uh, with when the Super League came, uh, for me, I, I won't lie to you, I was for it. I want to see more of those games, you know. But the guys who are staying there, the guys who think that they are part of the... Oh, they are sorry. part of the, 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 the club, like they, 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 they feel that they're part of the club. They, imagine how, how out of touch they must feel now. Well, if they do, I mean, they, you'd think they'd have some say of what's happening in these clubs, but they, you don't. I mean, the money speaks. You don't have the money. The guy will come in there, he's the guy who buys the club. You guys cheer them on. They just try and make you guys happy. Oh, you said, they will, oh, they buy this player. Oh, now you guys are happy. Um, and, and that's exactly what showed Man City fans. I don't know if anyone questioned what they were doing, but I now look, look what the, the question is: would Louis, would Louis be supporting Man City, for example, if they didn't have the success with all this financial thing? Maybe that, that's also the question that we've got to be asking. But I suppose from a, yeah. a diehard salt of the earth fan perspective, in terms of being a Manchester City fan, and if you look Ooh. at what Pep Guardiola's come out saying, he said he's asked these people to be or the board or all the rest of them to be transparent with them. If it turns out that they've been lying to him then he will leave. And I think that's also like sort of setting face a little bit because I, I think he knows more than what he's letting on, um, to be fair. And I think everyone at that club knows what's going on. Pep Guardiola yeah. coming out saying he doesn't know what's going on and they've been honest with him. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's impossible. What is quite interesting is when we be looking at it and said, oh, I, I like your sort of conclusion going, you know, points deduction and, and, and plus fine and plus suspension. I think what they need to do is whatever the fine is going to be financially, because that's probably the most likely. I think they're going to avoid point deductions. I think the fine needs to be enough to cripple the books for that season so that they are affected in terms of going, they can't spend more than what they've done to buy players. The only issue is now mm. they've built a very successful club and I'm very impressed with how they've done everything behind the scenes. Obviously, they've had this sort of cash injection to be able to do so, but they've set up the right sort of foundation in order to reap revenue in the right places. Obviously, the biggest issue is how they've juked the, the sponsorship section, which makes easily up to 60% of their revenue, which is the, the big one, the big elephant in the room. But the other areas, I think they could get away with it. But I think like a two-season sort of you know, transfer ban. It would also be interesting to see if they would still be able to attract the caliber of players that they do. With say they are accused of this, and if Pep is man of his word, he walks. Then what happens in terms of not being able to sign players, and what do they do then? That that's mm. an interesting sort of prospect. Not that this is going to happen. Point. Yeah, deduction. true. No, true. It'll be interesting. I think they, they've, <laughs> you, as, you, as you said, you, they've they've done quite well. New training facilities for the club, um, signing, um, getting the true. right. Young, young, young players into the uh, squad, into the teams. Like a lot of the, the the young players in Europe that that are doing quite well now are Man City products. You know, what I mean, you you've got your your Rico Lewis's, um, Jaden Sancho's. You know, what I mean, and then you've got this, some some of the Southampton guys are Man City products. Um, they've got like bad bad closes there, so so they're producing actually good talent. Uh, but I think yeah, man, this is this says a lot about them. And if it was my club, I'd be disgusted. But also, yeah. they've, they've got, I mean, if you got to talk about, you, you spoke about the Deloitte Money League there, Silo. I mean, the fact of the matter is, Man City, as things stand, are a, an elite club, if not one of the best, if not the best team. I mean, footballing Top side, three. I'm not talking heritage. I mean, they've built the heritage over the last couple of years. And you got to look at what that does with regards to Gen Z and the attraction of not necessarily Easily. your, your diehard fans, Easily. but your satellite fans. You know, so moving forward, I mean, they surely, I mean, Premier League also need to be careful in terms of how they balance this. I'm not saying Man City are the Premier League, but in terms of how does it affect the package in terms of what the Premier League package is if they relegate uh, Man City, hypothetically. I mean, would people say, ah, my, it's not going to be the same because they're not there? Or, And I mean, I'm talking, we millennials, so we, we've got that sort of, that gap between we're a bit between. of, we're yeah, between, we're between. Yeah. We're loyalists, we're traditionalists, but we also embrace the modern Obviously, the, the Gen Z, it would be interesting to see how that impacts that and the, the decision behind that from the Premier League side. I mean, 
would you go hard like that knowing it's going to affect my bottom line? Mm. I hear what you mean. I hear what you mean. The fact that the viewer, the numbers might might diminish. That's why I was thinking that the points, that the points deduction will probably be the one, the route that I'll go because at least that it still keeps them in the in the in the competition, right? Um, but they get the points deduction, right? Um, Wonga, I know obviously you 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 feel you feel otherwise, um, but I think also don't forget that this this is only the period up until 2018, 2019. Um, so if 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 they can still get more information about the period from 2019, uh, 2020 till now, then I think that that fight that also must come into a different time now. You know, this must just be for this, and they find other breaches for the other one. Then there must be different yeah. uh, different punishment because also we need to set a precedent, guys. We can't just allow clubs to do this, right? Um, yeah. Similarly, your Everton's as well. Everton is, has has breached financial fair play rules. Cool, they've not done like the like the illegal money type of thing. But Everton is spending more money than they're actually making. You know, uh, they're not. You know, they, it's catching up to them because they've spent wildly, um, and and probably probably why they didn't really sign a player in this in this window so, as well. For me, if you if you're worrying about like this this uh, that's why I say when it goes back to the fans and stuff. This this is what the that Super League was. And all these these you, these guys have no say in what these things are these these clubs are, are doing, because now if if now the league is worried about oh no what's it going to do to our image if are people are going to watch that shouldn't be I feel it shouldn't be what they're worried about you know they must be worried about uh, the fairness and they must show that look I mean whatever I mean if they go to, according to the book you know they mustn't now listen it because it's going to because it's 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 going to I mean affect their views. They must look at what what they've done. They go to the 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 rule book and they say this is the consequences. Uh, Chairman see you see in the championship if that's the case. Uh, we see in the championship uh, next season. The, if 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 it's going to make viewership less, that must just be a consequence of um, what you guys are doing. They must do exactly what they did with uh, the Liga did with Messi as well. When they said, Cheers, but to be fair, to be fair, I was just being devil, the devil's advocate. I don't think they're going to be impacted that greatly if that does happen, because the likelihood is Man City will bounce back regardless of what this is. True. Um, but gentlemen, we're going to move over to the, the next sort of diabolical statement that rocked South African news, especially from a sporting perspective. <laughs> um, we're going to look at this: the SA Tourism Spurs sponsorship proposal, Silo. I mean, you're a man of the people. You're always out in social gigs and lately on the Thursday evening. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with you. Come on, stop it, thoughts, man. Come on, stop it, You're also involved in, you know, like good financial institutions. You know the ins and the outs of the money flowing here in the country. So, you know, let's, let's kick off here. Does this proposal yeah. make sense? Where are you sitting from your side of the table and how are you going to put this message forward to all of us? A good idea in theory, guys. A good idea in theory is what I'm saying. Um, I say it's a good idea in theory um, because, right, I see where, where their thinking was in terms of mm-hmm. Tottenham Hotspur is a top is a top six side in, in England, right? Cool. Yes, in South Africa, Tottenham Hotspur is not a big team because, you know, obviously it's not one of the big supported sides like, like your Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. I think those are the four biggest supported sides in South Africa from an English Premier perspective. And even and Tottenham's not even number five, probably. Uh, I could be wrong. But in theory, because Tottenham's global reach is actually so big, right, I think it, it was a good idea in theory. Cool. You look at other other sponsorship deals like Visit Rwanda, which which is on, on Arsenal's uh, uh, what's this, a sleeve, and Visit Rwanda is also on PSG sleeve, right? These deals have shown apparently a 16% increase in tourism numbers to Rwanda, right? That's the numbers. That's the numbers that they say it's shown that increase, right? So us putting you know some funds into Tottenham Hotspur and putting it on Tottenham Hotspur's uh, sleeve, right? On, on Spurs' sleeve, I thought was a good idea initially, right? But we need to then look at what's going on in South Africa, right? I think uh, because of what's going on in South Africa, I think that, um, yes, this budget is a, is a tourism budget, right? I'm not saying that they must reappropriate uh, that funds and take it elsewhere because tourism has its own budget for its own reasons and it's, it's got its own economy, right? I feel mm-hmm. that you know, there'll be an uproar because uh, South Africans feel that it's a lot of money spent at one 
one uh, initiative, right? Because uh, the one billion rand deal was going to be basically the whole, the, the half, half the, the 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 tourism budget, basically. I feel that they could have rather spent this money and then maybe put it in certain pockets of, of tourism. You know, maybe, yes, the sports side of things. Uh, find another sports vehicle to try and utilize it as a sponsor, um, you know, to sponsor that that that, that particular uh, 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 sports vehicle and, and maybe, um, you know, add funds to, to, to other initiatives. I think I think that could have worked. But I think if, if South Africa was in a better financial position as a country, you know, low load shedding and everything like that, and, and we had a little bit more more funds and everything was actually a bit uh, more positive in the country. I say go for it because if you think about it, guys, they said that you know when Spurs goes on tour um, to 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 any place apart from Asia, right? Uh, we would be involved in that tour. So they go to the US. We're involved in the tour. It says there's oh, business great. all over. Where they, their biggest reach is in Asia because of Sun. We're not going to be involved in that one. How's that? Yeah. So we, <laughs> Come on. So yeah. So we so we so so they excluded they excluded us from Asia. Uh, but then, for instance, then we would we, we would we would we would have would have Spurs come come to South Africa for 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 preseason games and like uh, winter break games as well type of thing. They would come to South Africa. We would have we would have we would have access to three of their players in terms of marketing um, uh, collateral uh, every single season. Um, I that part where they said any three players, I know they said three players. I was like. But guys, we want Harry Kane. Like, like you know, if if like it's either Harry yes. Kane or nothing. Like, they won't, you don't have Harry they Kane. won't give you. They won't give you Harry Kane. And I can tell you. That they much. won't give you Harry Kane. They won't give you Harry Kane. No. Which, 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 which I feel is very disappointing because I think you should be able to pick and choose that you want Harry Kane, uh, Son, and then you want uh, maybe you know uh, uh, do they have an American player? Maybe like an American player, but I don't think they have an American player. But you'd probably pick uh, a European, like one of the European stars or something. Uh, maybe a Hugo Lloris or whatever. But yeah, I, I understood it, guys. Um, but I think not the r- wrong timing. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with Silo. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, I'm wrong timing again as well. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be three, a three-year deal. And once they commit to it, it it's, it's, uh, that was, they said the, the budget is going to be 38, it's going to be 38% of the marketing uh, tourism budget. And that's going to be, and that's gone for the next three years, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, it's, 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 you can't, like, like Sheila said, you can't, it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, the, the, who's the Timber, uh, Timber Kumalo, he was, that, that's the, 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 the CEO of the, the oh, active yeah. CEO of, of the tourism company. He was saying that, um, I mean, he went up there and he was adamant, I mean, it was a good idea, what, 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 but I mean, it's, and he was saying, he, he separated, he tried to separate the tourism guys from, you know, the, the energy guys, but it's, it's South Africa as a whole. It's like when you're running a home um, and the car's broken down, you know, uh, the kids want to go, let's say your budget is tight at the moment, your car's not working. Um, and now you, in fact, you haven't paid your electricity bill. In fact, that's what happened in the country, the electricity is not working. <laughs> But now the kids want to go to a movie. The kids want to go see a movie. They can't go see the movie. You must sort out the goddamn electricity bill where they are at. Stop worrying about people <laughs> come to sit up, fix your home. You know, and it, I think that that's, that's just what I think that's what the South Africans are saying. Fix our home first, where we are at the problem yeah. we have here, and then when you when you when you are good, we will we will, we will go out. I, I can't lie. The, the benefits of it, it's a, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing to do. I think it's a nice project to. To, to go around about, but uh, it's 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 a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and I think Cla- yeah, they need to. Claudia, Claudia, oh. you 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 studied you studied these things, man. You you should you should tell us what what's your thoughts around this. I think you you probably have a nice thought in terms of the the whole brand and strategy and marketing side of things. Yeah, yes. look, I mean, I've I've been fortunate enough to study it, but also been involved in the other end of it from a, like working with some sponsorship rights holders and working with Premier League clubs, and I think. When you're looking at it on paper, <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds it sounds very glamorous. It's promising. It's all these things, but in reality, there's all these terms where what you're putting down, you're not really getting out. So the fact that you've already mentioned Harry Kane, the likelihood of you getting a Harry Kane coming out, Joe, is, is very very minimal. What you'd likely get is an academy player who's on the fringe of the first team, a player who's not really regular in the first team, and then maybe a player who plays in the first team, but he's not a guaranteed like favorite. And that's normally what you get stuck with. So all you're paying in essence, and I mean roughly the one billion rand you, you, mark. You, you, get, you, you, get, you get a, you get a, you get a, what's this guy's name, man? Uh, Oliver Skip. 
yeah, you get something like that, right? And all all it's really equating to, and I mean, in our in South African, like one billion rand goes can go a long way if hands aren't put into that pocket. But I mean, it's forty seven million pounds. And when you're looking at it specifically, when you're looking at a top four sort of situation or top five situation where these clubs are at, your top clubs, your Man United, your Liverpools, they're getting between that much 40 to 50 million brackets. So that's the top end. That's the higher end of where your sponsorship deal is. Your other clubs, yeah. your Newcastles prior to the Saudi deal, they're getting about 10 million and that's for the season. So what you have right now, and even when we're looking at Chelsea are looking for a new shirt sponsor, even Man United now are looking for a new shirt sponsor with team viewer yeah. opting to to relinquish their rights within the three-year deal. When you have a three-year deal, in terms of what you're spending, you've got to look at where that leaves you in terms of brand recognition, brand awareness, perception, loyalty, and again, the conversion rate. And this is where it's a gamble on the conversion. We're naturally assuming we're going to spend this money, it's going to be seen on the sleeve, that's going to convert to X. That doesn't mean anything, exactly. especially when you've got a short-term deal. Agree. I mean, Wonga yeah. Dingo, who, who is your sponsor in the year 2000 on the shirt? Wasn't it, wasn't it Dreamcast or something, isn't it? My point is the fact that this is rolling off the tongue and it's not... I was really watching there. Arsenal back then, to be honest with you, but I, don't, I won't remember exactly but, what you... But my point is, it's quite a tricky situation. You've mentioned Visit Rwanda, Silo, and that's a fantastic conversation because I was speaking to someone mm. else here who knows her stuff, and she was saying Visit Rwanda is an interesting deal when we're looking at the fact that the country is thriving at this moment in time. A large portion of their income yes. comes from agriculture and energy. So they've got the luxury to go, we're going to spend this money in these areas and then attract more people. We don't yeah. have a luxury. And the problem is when you're looking at it again, it's again to the conversion saying, yes, all these numbers guaranteed to come in here. And again, when we're just looking at it, if you're going to spend that money, right? So even forget about Spurs. If we change this narrative and we say it's Man United, people might be more excited about that and say, let's go for it. But even then, would, if you're looking at a three-year deal, what they have in their clause is going, cool. If they're not happy with it, they've all, all these top cl clubs have this clause where it says, okay, if another company comes in and A, decides to match that proposal, match that sponsorship deal, and possibly even up it, they've got every right to terminate that contract. So it could be a case Imagine. where South Africa has gone, okay, 47 million pounds for the three-year deal. Next season, forget about Rwanda. America goes, you know, it's 2026 World Cup. Visit America for 2026 for 48 billion pounds. Man United have it all in their rights to say, cool, we're going to terminate this. So a lot of power is given to these Premier League clubs, largely because of broadcasting. But like I said, right now, as things stand, there's a good like six or seven Premier League clubs that are all looking for, you know, new sponsorship shirt deals. I mean, we've still got Nottingham Forest who don't have a shirt deal. And of the 20 Premier League clubs, we've got eight of them that are all sponsored by betting clubs or betting companies, betting companies which again, yeah. is a which, conflict which, of interest. Which they want to look into. Which yeah, look into, which you yeah. have to look into because, I mean, if you're going to go after Man City for saying these financial fair play rules, ethically, what's the difference between that and gambling and all the rest of it? So where do we start drawing the lines with it? And then the question I've got to ask you guys is if we're looking at shirt sponsorships, I mean, who is ideally the right partner to have as a football club on your shirt? And how do these clubs go about associating their brands with the right parties to leverage both parties equally? And I suppose, like, I know I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions, but still, in terms of your head, from a Manchester United perspective, other than an airline who's going to say, well, we're going to fly tourists into the country to go watch Man United play, who is the right deal? It's so tough. It's so tough because obviously I, I think look at Team Viewer, right? Team Viewer. I never knew of Team Viewer before, right? Um, so I've now become aware of Team Viewer, right? I've got now awareness of Team Viewer, but yeah. they themselves, as a as 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 a, as, as a company, then realized that actually this was a mistake. You know, we've now put so much money into this club, right? But are we actually going to get the returns that we actually forecasted, right? Um, but I think you know we we always say I think. Uh, the, the bigger brands in this world um, that maybe need a bit more recognition in certain markets are the brands that you probably should be working with. So, you know, you've, you've seen your, your, your American brands, for instance, trying to get leverage in, 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 in Europe or your European brands trying to try to get a foothold in, in Asia or, some, or something like that. Um, so I think those are the, probably the brands that you look at. Obviously, I think the airline story has been continuous. Uh, they've been strong. Your Etihad, your Fly Emirates, um, you know, Turkish doesn't really do do shirt shirt deals. They 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 they, they just the the airline spot, uh, partner. Um, so I think it would be quite interesting. Obviously, there was a time when um, what's this telecommunications companies were were were, were obviously you know I think it probably had the bigger profits. 
but I, I like financial services. I'm a financial services guy. So, you know, a financial services company on, on, on the shirt makes a lot of sense, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. HS, H, HS, H, HSBC, you know, you guys, you guys have started charts. So HSBC maybe on the, or JP Morgan across across here or something like that, you know, Bank of America, you know, uh, these big, these big multinational uh, banks um, or, or Standard Bank. Yeah, <laughs> but I suppose you see that makes sense when you're looking. And for me, the huge flag is this: SA Tourism said the call are going to sponsor Spurs. If you got them looking at that, and you got Man United having Team Viewer, a tech company now, understandably where the market is right now, all tech companies are taking cuts, or most of them anyway are taking cuts. But if yeah. they weren't able to achieve what they needed to achieve with a club like Man United and the spell that they had, and you got to look at it, what they're putting into Man United, that's at least like 30 to 40% of their revenue that they're pumping into Man United. From a Man United perspective, that sponsorship equates to what, 10 to 15% of what they're taking from this company? So again, yeah. it comes to the tier of the sponsorship. What do you get out of it? And again, the guaranteed conversion. Awareness, it's great. And I think your, your point from the financial sort of fintech or not even a fintech a financial perspective makes sense because say as a liverpool fan i'm going standard chartered i don't know whatever but now I'm, if i'm say immigrating to the to to the uk or something you open up a bank account with standard chartered because i know that's the first thing that's going to pop Easily. into my head hypothetically so i mean that is a that's that's a good marriage it, yeah. it, if 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 you look at if you look at if you look at it how 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 okay in south african context right south african context is 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 even wilder guys you know the fact that we have a super sport united guys literally that club was used as a, used as a marketing tool for multi choice they literally said we're going to own a club right to market our channel and that's how super sport has become such a big channel by having a football club and then now they want to exit because now exactly. every, everyone knows what super sport is and now they now they've sponsored they put too much money into 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 soccer you know they've got uh, dstv premiership and all of that so they're now going to be the kind of the, the sponsor of the league and not sponsor of the club because the super sport story has 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 grown has grown and it's a child now and it, sorry it's an it's an adult now you don't need to and then you look at chiefs chiefs and pirates have the vodacom sponsorship all the longest time guys yeah exactly but those yeah. sponsorships continue because it's it's such an easy marriage between the two. You know, you get one of the biggest telecommunications companies in the country, and then two big clubs, and people just, you know, just it's grown with 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 those telecommunications companies, and it's such an easy marriage. And you know, they've got you know SIM cards and all of these things and activations, all of that. And but but Vodacom is also a big sponsor in sports in general. It sponsors rugby. It's it sponsors soccer. Mm. So it's also in in that sporting sporting uh, fraternity, and I think they probably also know how to leverage off those those those, those sponsorships. Correct, mm-hmm. gentlemen. That wraps up that conversation. We're going to move over to the final segment of our show, and which is normally the best part of the the, the pre match movie is the betting corner. We're going to make our predictions and give our views on the upcoming fixtures. It is uh, an interesting time in the league. We've got Arsenal still pushing for the title, but the first game is Ooh, West Ham Chelsea. Arsenal. Wonga Denga, tell us your thoughts, and it's a quick fire. Then we hear Silo, and then obviously we'll move on to me. Yeah, these teams, Chelsea and them. Chelsea is absolute uh, garbage. West Ham, um, <laughs> what a what a team to bounce up against. I think uh, garbage. <laughs> I, I would say two one to West Ham. Oh, he's going to get something guys, there for Wonga Denga. Guys, Chelsea need a win. Guys, they need a win so badly. Uh, Moyes also needs a win. So. Ugh. I'm going for a one-one draw, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Silo, I, I think that's a, that. good, that's a good shot because I think Potts will take a draw, not a loss, and the same thing for David Moyes. And the last game was a draw for David Moyes, so yeah, one-one's a fair. But the question is with Chelsea. I mean, Garbage. when? Yeah, who's going to score their goal Garbage. there, Silo? Nonsense. Uh, is is, is Joao Felix back? Uh, is, or does he have one more game? Ish, one more game. Come back. I, think it's, more I game. think it's another game. We, 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 I, then, I, that is tough, guys. I think, yeah, who scores in that team, actually? I I shouldn't even know, guys, because now they're even turning against Mount, eh? So I don't even know who scores. I think, let's Imagine. say, a, a, a centre-back scores a header from a corner. centre-back <laughs> scores 1-1. I'm going to go with a West Ham victory. I'm going to say it's going to be 1-0. Um, big there game you for you, Wonga Denga. Now, you know, Brentford are doing well. The start team. They're seventh yeah, at the moment. Well. Good form. I mean, what is it? Jeepers. Well, they haven't lost the game in five, Brentford. I mean, let's also not yeah, undermine yeah. them. They've drawn one and won four. I don't know. Hey, 
They look, I think us definitely, look, we've humbled them um, after they beat us. I think we've learned from for that, that mistake. Um, and I think, yeah, they'll definitely find it difficult. Arsenal, we've just lost, we've lost one game. We need to bounce back and I think we'll do it. Uh, these guys are on uh, some something different this year. And I think Arsenal will take it. I think it'll be 2 0. I don't think it might be as big as last time because Brentford were horrible against Arsenal the last game. No, they were, they were, they were horrid. They'll bring something, but uh, when Nketiah is there, the way that guy's firing, I think, yeah, 2 0. And, and, he, and I probably, he probably seen Jesus uh, warming up. Uh, he's, he's running again. So, hey, he's got he's to put, put this stuff in the back of the net quickly. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely think it's 2 0. Yeah, no, I I think it'll be uh, too wide to the cutters. The startup team is good, but I think uh, if they're playing at the what what is their stadium called? Is the what's their stadium called? The Vita is it not the Vita? Is the Vita stadium? No, that's that's Bournemouth. But whatever what that's Bournemouth. What's their stadium called? But whatever their whatever their stadium is called, um, if they were playing at that stadium, then I would have changed my 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 my, my result. But uh, it's two one two one to to the Gunners. The stadium's called Hello. the Brentford Community Stadium, but the actual name is GTEC. Oh, community. community Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Brentford Community Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with an Arsenal victory. Yeah. Yep. There Arsenal go. victory. I'm going to say I'm actually thinking the same thing there. It's a little two-one victory. I mean, I'd like I'd like to see the bees, you know, leave a bit of a sting there in Arteta's backside Impossible. and or something. <laughs> All right. Leeds versus Man United. This is an interesting one. Is the bounce? Are we going to see that bounce at all? Is that why you you mentioned this as a topic? No, listen, listen. I I, I mentioned this as a topic because um, you kind of. I'm not saying you. I watch Leeds uh, religiously or anything like that, but I, already you can see something different in the performance that they gave last night um, to suggest that they are willing to fight. Um, I think that that winger. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Noto, Noto, whatever. They signed for 4.5 million euros. Uh, he's, from, he's from Italy. Uh, great winger. So I think, you know, Ellen Road will be, pump, will be pumping on, on, on the weekend. Um, you know, obviously, this, this is a derby. Uh, so I think yeah, it's going to be a tough game for us. But I feel that we'll learn from yesterday's mistakes and we'll, we'll come out victorious 3-1. Mm. Yeah, look, I think uh, just I should mention it. I think, uh, and I think she will agree with me. Um, Casemiro sending off was ridiculous. Um, so I think he misses the game because of this, right? Because of that, yeah, it was just, yeah. That's, that was absolute nonsense. Uh, but I think Man United have it, and only because of one man, and his name is uh, Rashford. He will score a solo run again. Um, the guys, like I said, <laughs> he's on some other form. So I give it. I will say. And Leeds are open gates, bro. Whatever, whatever manager they have, they open gates. So I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a four-two or a five-two mm. win to Man United. Do, 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 do. No, man, five-two, four-two. Yes, but that's a bit all over the place, man. That's Bielsa's. That's Bielsa's Leeds, man. Not this Leeds. But, 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 but do you guys agree that Rashford? Uh, do you guys agree that Rashford's been the best player in the Premier League since the World Cup? Yeah, no, no. it's not the same player. I can guarantee you that as well. <laughs> but has he been the best player uh, since the World Cup? I mean, I can't. I at the really top of my head now, I can't think of anyone. Because he's, he's, he's been on form. He's, he's, because, because he's scored the most goals in Europe since the World Cup. He's been scoring like mad. And have you seen the goals he scored? And no listen, way. Guys, that, that guy was scoring, he scored a centre forward striker yesterday, guys. Benny McCarthy is doing the job. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all down to Benny McCarthy. Forget about Ten Hag. Hey, I think he's taking a booty from Pirates. I think I'm just going to go with a draw here. I'm going to think Leeds. You know, they had they had a bit of a they, they got close to the promised land yesterday, and they're going to be like, we can get something here. So I'm going to say a point, and it's, maybe it's it's my bias. It's what I'm hoping for. I'm making predictions like Wonga used to make predictions. Um, next game, we're going <laughs> to say Man City versus Aston Villa. Oh, it's it's Louis versus Vards. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, it is a big one. And I say I say Man City to to win it. Um, I, I don't, many people have seen Man City on a terrible form. I just think Arsenal are very good as well. But anyways, um, Man City to I think it's two 0 I think it's I say three one. Three one to Man City. Aston Villa probably will score a goal. Three one to Man City. They are conceding more than usual. 
Yeah, I think guys, Una Emery is a good manager. He's got good players in his in his team. So definitely they do get a goal. So I say two one to 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 Man City. Yeah, I think you know they could. Yeah, what's interesting is he could go there, put some pressure, put Man City and Pep Guardiola under pressure. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, but if that happens, then surely the league is. I mean, the league's already all said and done, pretty much nearly there for Arsenal. But I think if this happens, then. You know, it's definitely going to be done. But Man City at home normally are stronger. So you're asking a lot for, you know, Emery. But I mean, what? One loss in four games, three wins, one a draw. So they are in good form. So definitely going to say they're worth a goal, but Man City worth two. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Aston Villa. Then a Monday's game. This one, oh, no. The Merseyside Derby. Yeah, Liverpool versus Everton. Liverpool also. Garbage. Horrible. Where's Mo Salah? Where the hell's Mo Salah? Where's, you know, I think Diaz is is sorely missed. He, I think he's made a huge difference to that squad. Um, but gee, where's Oaks? Like, uh, <laughs> do something. Jeez, every game getting knocked. Goodness me. Um, what a fall. What a fall. What uh, I watched the team. <laughs> 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 no, I'm disappointed. I can't lie. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, it's very bad. I think... Uh, there's no one in that club that's right now uh, underestimating what what the Liverpool are in. I say, I'm actually, I say I'm Everton. Be this, I'm gonna be watching this match Everton, like with, with like a six pack of beer or something, you know. Oh, but it's a Monday, damn it! But like I'm gonna be like, you know, every time, every time, every time, uh, you know, uh, Mo Salah uh, misses a chance or something, you know, gotta have a beer, you know, but but it's tough. You for might you guys, be drunk so by the end of the game, there, Silo. You're gonna have to have if someone tuck you in at night. If Everton had confidence against Arsenal, if Everton had confidence against Arsenal, they surely believe they can beat Liverpool. Will be, they will be here. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 guys, can, can I tell you, Sean Dyche is going to walk into that this whole week. He's going to be saying to them, guys, <laughs> I do not, forget about Liverpool, I do not lose to Jurgen Klopp. So if you make me start yeah. here, you best believe you guys are being released. That's what's going to happen there. I don't, and I think I remember. The, I remember the, the, I, I remember. I remember you guys losing to to Burnley at Anfield. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, that that, that says a lot. You know what I mean? I think Sean Dyche has 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 really dropped number. And to so be I, fair, I, I say, this is going to be yeah, this is going to be a game that completely is going to capitalize on every single weakness we've had this season. You know, a tired midfield, a team that's lacking fights, lacking confidence. You know, they're going to rock up there and they're going to kick the shit out of the Liverpool players. That's going to intimidate them and they're going to be dreadful. Sure. And the Anfield, Anfield's going to be quiet. The Merseys, the Evertonians are going to get loud. It's going to be... Oh, no. I don't even want to think so, about so it. So you agree, you agree with me, Cloudy, that Man City must be ducked to points, right? Yeah. Now, after uh, this... Look, I, I think it doesn't matter, to be honest. What's, what's been done has been done. It's, it's, I, I don't think, like, rectifying these... I don't think it happens like it. I think, you know... Yeah, it's irrelevant there. Stella, what's your prediction there? Yeah, man. Listen, I, I, I think it's going to be a one-nil victory to Everton. Oh. I said two-nil. I said two-nil. That's how that's how Liverpool is. You could, they concede. Yeah, Liverpool do much worse. Look at the when you went into Brighton. I'm sure people thought you know we're gonna we're gonna get them back. Ah, ah, ah. Oh yeah. no ways! They scored the first goal. Remember they scored the first goal? Then it, yeah, it just yeah, became worse. They lost, they lost it. They lost to Wolves 3 0 as well. Yeah, and even Wolves. I, Ma- Ma- who Ma- the Ma- hell Ma- thought Ma- they would lose to Wolves? They've conceded nine goals in four games for the first time since 1993. Right, they're going to make it four. It's, it's late. It's going to be hectic. I, I say 2 0 <laughs> to Everton. I might just put my money on it. Yeah, no, look, I mean, why 2-0 is a, a probable scoreline is because they're going to sit deep. You know how it is. Liverpool are going to struggle to score because that's what we've been struggling to do. We know they're fragile at the back. What, Everton will catch them from a set piece because we've been dreadful in set pieces as well. So it'd be 1-0. Then we're going to push on forward and they're going to hit us on the counter. So, I mean, there, it's been written, guys. There's the script. You don't even have to watch the game. That's what's going to happen there. It's going to be a frustrating one. And more questions are going to be asked about Jürgen Klopp's future and all the rest of it. But we will uh, live and continue and wait for next season. And you know what? Forget about, forget about this game. Let me read you the next couple of games for Man City. Oh, sorry. I mean for Liverpool. 
They're going to play Everton. Then the next game is Newcastle. Then they go Champions League, play Real Madrid. Then they play Crystal Palace. And then they play Man United. So oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a tricky, tricky run. Tricky run. It's going to be, I think, depending on what happens against Madrid for Jurgen Klopp. Oh, let's hope the worst doesn't happen there. But yes, it's going to be a good time. I, I see for best case scenario, Liverpool get a point on Monday. So I'm going to go with 1-1 and that's me hoping. Right, gentlemen, yeah. that pretty much leaves us for the show there. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in for the day or the evening. And uh, guys, enjoy the games on the weekend and we'll see you next week. Any final thoughts from your side? Does, does Jürgen Klopp bounce back from it? That's my final thought. Mm. Does, does he bounce back? Hello? When I say bounce back, make it to bring them back to glories, at least top four. I mean, top two. No, all, 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 all the best, um, all the best to the uh, Premier League sides playing in the Champions League next week. Um, yeah, it coincides with Valentine's Day, so men choose your choose your paddles uh, wisely, men. Uh, all right, gents. Yeah. You know how to end the show. Three, two, one. Let's hear it. Stop, Stop it. it.